Welcome to season three of the Queer Soul Spotlight. I'm your host, Jenny Chapman. I'm queer, non-binary, and a full-time photographer and collector of stories. Every week, I sit down with people from all corners of the queer community and chat about their story and how they're building a life where they can thrive as their most authentic self. Whether you're here to learn or you just need a couple of friends for the next 40 minutes or so, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this very special two-part episode. Very this special. Is, this is part one. We're back in the closet. I'm back in the closet with my wife. Your what? My wife. Oh, your what? My wife. A, my wife. My wife. <laughs> I have a wife, guys. It's That's neat. Remember when we got married? Let's remember it together. Okay. And then there's like a little, in like a like montage back in time music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's remember it together. Um, this is going to be a really special two-parter. Um, we're going to start today with all the things that went really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, reflecting back on our day, all the things that we are glad we did, that we don't regret at all, that, that worked out beautifully. Um, and then next week, you'll have to tune in for what went all, wrong. all the... All the chaos that hit the fan. The chaos, the madness. Ooh, I literally over a year ago made a TikTok about the wedding disaster quota being like, you know, stuff is always going to go wrong, blah, blah, blah. And boy, did it. Oh, yep. Boy, did it. Mm. So that's next week. This week, let's talk about, let's talk about our wedding. Yeah, it's like every, it's like when you say like, um, do you want the good news or the bad news first? People want the good news. You're getting the good news. You want the good news. You're getting the good news, everyone. Okay. Okay. Um, we made a little list we on the phone of things went, that went right. So let us let us share that with you. Um, number one, we have excellent taste in friends, and they all got along really, really well. Probably, like, part of my favorite, um, like, p- chunk of the wedding weekend was, like, hanging out with all of our closest friends together. So we originally were supposed to have two separate um, bachelorette parties, but due to unforeseen circumstances, which next we will week. cover in the next episode – um, we ended up doing sort of a combined thing. Um, we went out to dinner separately with our groups, and then we met at the uh, the Westfield Mall in good old San Jose, and we did, with seven people, an escape room, a Gold Rush-themed escape room, which was so fun. And if there's one thing about Allie and I, is that we crush escape rooms. We, we take them very seriously. We say, and it, maybe it's because we've seen so many true crimes, but especially the, like, crime-specific ones, which this was not really. It kind of was. Um, but we, we, we like, you we know, go into the hardest room they have that they'll let two people into and finish it with half the time left. We go in and they're doing like the intro of like the scenario and We've Jenny and I are the ripping room. the room apart, looking for clues. Yeah. Um, so then you also add more people into the mix, including my man of honor, Michael, who for a living hosted escape rooms, like did the like clues and the, you know, walking people in. So he has like additional skills. and we Which have- I felt a little bit was cheating, but it was no, fine. No, no. But then many of our friends, it was really their, it was their first time yeah. doing an escape room. And so, and at the end, um, like spoiler alert, but at the end, uh, Jenny and I had to hook up these like jumper cables and ignite uh, a thing of dynamite to like blow open the wall the where there was gold. Of love. It was the dynamite of love. It was amazing. Um, oh my god! In the next episode, you know what we have to cover. Don't the, say it. Don't say it. Don't, no, no I'm going to say it. It's 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 only a minor spoiler mm-hmm. because it, it's enticing. 
we must cover the lizard in the next episode. The lizard's on my list. Okay. Um, Anyways, back to the escape room. But we ended up finishing the room with half the time left, not even fully completing one of the puzzles. There was a puzzle where you had to, like, figure out how to make a water pump to wash off dirt to reveal, like, this compass with different colors for each direction. Um, We couldn't figure it out. But if you just, like, look between the granules of dirt, you could see three out of the four colors, so you could assume the last one. We've been accused of brute forcing our way through escape rooms it's, before. It's called just being intelligent. It's called looking <laughs> with my looking eyes. Anyways. Um, um, so that then, was amazing. And then we all hung out and got ice cream in the mall. But the like the following or the on the Saturday of the wedding, we were all hanging out in the hotel room, like, you know, getting ready and getting our hairs and our makeups done. And we were all just like all of our friends were having like a good time interacting with each other. Um, and also I brought these little, they're like, it's a fidget toy that, um, my, one of my bridesmaids, Kaylee's shout out to Kaylee's got me for my birthday. And it's all these tiny magnet balls stuck together like putty. And boy, was that the hit of the day? Because there's a photo in our behind the scenes photo of like three of our friends who created a giant chain and then lifted it up together. It. That was honestly the they best They made part. jewelry out of it. Yeah. I was like, our, all our neurodiv- neurodivergent friends love the fidgets, especially that one. But I think this particular thing of like all our friends getting along extended to the rest of our guests as well. Like with the, the welcome party that we did where we yeah. could get some of the like reception saying hello to people out of the way and at the reception itself, like especially our 20 something friends. Yeah. We had a table of, like, 20-something friends that enjoyed hanging out. But also, like, our bridal party um, friends, like, my my maid of honor and one of Jenny's bridesmen and one of my other bridesmaids uh, lived their best life on the dance floor. They also did one of those TikToks where it's, like, I'm whatever and I'm the bridesmaid and this is my first drink of the night. And it was very entertaining. Um, It was kind of amazing. And honestly, props to us for having – quality friends who would get along yeah it definitely was like the thing of it being like the biggest uh crossover event of Mm -hmm. our lives which was very true and it it went really well because we have good taste in friends and all of our friends liked each other or at least I hope they did and weren't just pretending to for our sake they were really good at pretending if it wasn't Um, real but that was really wonderful to see yeah um we love them another thing that went very right this was one of my like five wedding jobs because I'm sure as you all know I, Allie, planned about 5% of this wedding. I planned the rest of it. Um, But one of my very important jobs was to curate the um, dance floor playlist. That was like your main job. Which was full of 2000s and 2010, uh, like, just white girl hits. I mean, we received feedback from, I believe, Geneva. Who said said, it was like a middle school dance without all the trauma, which is, like, really a high compliment because it was very much, like, we had Kesha and Lady Gaga. Apple and bottom jeans, boots a- with the fur. Apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. Um, just like just, the classics from yeah. people our age. And like very nostalgic for people our age. And everyone was going real hard. And I got many compliments on the playlist, which was one of my only jobs. That was like so your I biggest felt job. very proud of that. Why um, was that your job? Um, that was my job because Jenny doesn't know any songs because Jenny lives under a I rock and, listen, and listens to what I like to describe as tavern music. I like, know lots of songs. I just don't know top 40 Like songs. if you were, if you were a medieval traveler oh stopping God. in a tavern for like a pint of mead and like a crust of bread, this is the music you would listen to. Or alternatively, if you're in the woods and you're dancing in a circle, holding hands with like a bunch of elves, this is the music that Jenny likes. I won't apologize for liking a mandolin. Um, but so it's the only man I like a man, the Terrible joke. Thank you. 
domestic violence is against oh the law. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> Every time I make a terrible joke, she just says to me, domestic violence is against the um, law. But so prior to the wedding, Jenny had compiled all of the songs into a playlist and listened to it beforehand so that they could know the words and the artists of popular music. It's so embarrassing being on the dance floor for weddings I shoot and like everyone is like singing and I don't know the words. Anyway, so we fixed that. Uh Uh-huh. Honestly, one of my favorite parts of the day was the actual getting married part. Um, the ceremony. Yeah. Logan and I, Logan um, was one of my bridesmen. Uh, we worked really hard on the script. I actually stole a few things from TikTok. Um, like, oh, this wedding, like the wedding rehearsal, full of theater people. The whole wedding, fully full of theater people. I don't know not theater people. Uh-huh. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, basically, we the ceremony was beautiful. We, we had this um, blessing of the hands, which was this reading that I got from TikTok. Um, and, and we said our little personal vows, which there was a lot of crying. Um, And you don't think, like, I really thought to myself, I was like, I'm going to be totally fine. Like, I know this is going to be emotional, but like, I'm definitely going to keep it together. Boy, was I wrong. No. Catch me in the live stream. Uh, if you saw it, just absolutely sobbing through my personal vows. And like, I was, and I'll say this, like, I was very alarmed at how calm I was throughout the entire process. And I think it's because I planned it so well that, and like to, to a T and handed off the power to people I trusted at the end. So like, I was very, very calm and we kept joking. We were like, we love this fake wedding. Like the entire planning process felt like we were planning a hypothetical wedding. Cause you just tell people what you want, but you'd never really see it come to fruition until it's really happening in front of you. So even as we were like, lining up for the ceremony we were like haha we love this like fake wedding we were joking that it was like me doing a really expensive styled wedding shoot like this isn't a real wedding and the second I started walking down the aisle I went oh yeah this is not a fake wedding and I just started crying and then I didn't stop when the when the like processional music started playing and our little um ring bearer who is um almost nine but I've known him since he was six months old when I watched him starting to walk down the aisle I absolutely lost it and then as I started walking uh it became I was like hit with the enormity of like oh my god this is real and it was very emotional and lots of pictures of me crying. Do I look attractive crying? No, I do yes. not. Yes, um, you do. You're biased. <laughs> but it was a wonderful, beautiful ceremony and everyone, uh, was crying. everyone did great. My mom was very nervous for all the lines she had to say because she did this, you know, she did a little speech about all of the Jewish things for, you know, those of, uh, in the audience who were not Jewish. And so she did a speech about the chuppah and... She did the she did the the seven brachot the seven blessings, um, and she was very nervous, but she did very well. And then at the end, she did this like, "Can I get an amen?" Because my mom thinks she's really funny. I just thought of um, the "Can I get an amen?" from Drag Race. Yeah, the Can very RuPaul. Yeah, the song. Um, like but she loved it, and the ceremony was wonderful and beautiful. And then at the end of the ceremony, uh, thank God our photographers got pictures of this. We, we held hands and like picked up our dresses and just booked it up to the room where we just like sat for Like five we got minutes. down the aisle, did the like little picture at the end of the aisle. And then I don't know what came over us. We were like, we got to go. We got to go. We did it. We got to go. And we literally like gremlin ran in our giant dresses across the bridge. It was amazing. Yeah, it was, it was a wonderful ceremony. Um, everyone cried and uh, I appreciated that. Making people emotional at my wedding was definitely a big win for me. (laughs) 
making all of our friends and family cry as like, you know, Michael was talking and I look out at the crowd and my grandmother is crying and uh, my friend from high school is crying and my, you know, cousin that I haven't seen in 10 years is crying. Everyone and will cry. It was lovely. And um, uh, people need to be appropriately emotional. It's like when people want to attend their own funerals so they make sure that people are appropriately emotional that was how I felt I think people got so emotional because it wasn't very traditional at all like everything was very personalized and true to us and all these people that know us so well yeah saw ourselves reflected in that and so it wasn't just like do you do you hooray like it wasn't cookie cutter and I think that was adequately appreciated all the effort that was put into especially the ceremony yeah it was definitely like very personalized to like who we are and you know we did our like personal vows and everything was sort of like just an amalgamation of who we are as people um even though you planned like 95 but I know who you are as people yeah you do know who I am (laughs) as people um so the ceremony was lovely and beautiful and the weather was beautiful and um it not a not a week later smoke all over the Bay Area. Well, another um, thing was that our, our venue was was in the woods. And so when we did the rehearsal on Thursday, it was very, very buggy. Um, and so I told like everyone and their mother who was coming to the wedding that they needed to bring bug spray, which we did have at the wedding. But thankfully, um, the bugs decided that um, love was more important than eating our flesh. And so I mean, we all sprayed bug spray everywhere. And it yeah, but but it was also like it, it was just, also love. Yeah, it was also love. And bug um, spray. I didn't want to feel bothered by giant flying insects during my wedding. I don't know about you. But. No, thank you. Okay. Um, so that was really good. The weather was definitely perfect and lovely for pictures, yeah. I think. One thing that we opened the ceremony with, which I've done, I have a, I won't to talk about, um, is gently threatening our guests uh, if they took their phones out during the ceremony. It was really important to us. We had yeah. Um, photographer, second shooter, videographer, and three live stream cameras. And so literally anyone taking out their phone would have messed up one of those. Um, and that's not <laughs> easy to edit out. Um, and so we had, uh, our officiant di- uh, did like a vague threatening before the ceremony started being like, Hey, you know, you're going to wreck our photos here. Look at all these professionals. Look at all these professionals we're paying so yeah. much money for. Don't fuck it up. Um, and also we had him say that uh, our coordinators in the back were instructed to snatch any phones yeah. that they saw out. Um, and honestly, like also props to us for just having good quality people yeah. who listen and are respectful. <laughs> we did not see a single phone out. Well, you know what happened was like after the fact, we saw that like there was some phone footage, like someone had taken phone footage. In and the Jenny was album. absolutely irate. I was like, who until- was that? Uh, we figured out that it was, um, it was the second shooter. It was Kelly's second shooter, um, Trinity. So, so that's allowed. It was, it was um, you had a real moment there. Though, oh, for a I was like, I was like, that's at the ceremony. That's at the ceremony. That's an iPhone photo from the ceremony. And I was trying to figure out like where they were sitting. And I was like, they're up too high. And then I realized it was, it was Trinity, which we will a hundred percent allow media team to use their phones. That's, yeah. That's allowed. So that was allowed, but that was, it was good that uh, I watched when we watched the live stream back. Um, Michael, our efficient was, was very nice and not as threatening as I think maybe you expected him yeah, to be. Yeah, I wanted him to be more threatening, but it worked. It, it did work. Yeah, it did work. But I think that's also just because there was a bunch of kind people there. Yeah. So then we, we finished the ceremony. We went upstairs. We, we signed all of the official, official things, the ketubah. And we our... took selfies immediately, which highly recommend. Taking oh, yeah. Post-crying selfies. Yeah. To post-ceremony, <clears throat> immediately take pictures of yourself just like emotional and, and bewildered. Yeah, and then we signed all of our official documents, and we took a million and one photographs. 
You're welcome. Uh-huh. And then uh, we started our reception, which was lovely. Um, one of the other things that I was very heavily involved in, one of the other three things, was uh, the food choice which was breakfast for dinner. It was always going to be breakfast for dinner. And that was awesome. And it went off without a hitch. There was an omelet bar and potatoes and and French toast and fruit and, you know, mimosa bar. And that was awesome. And it went exactly as we wanted it to. We picked breakfast for dinner for a few reasons. Um, First of all, that is one of the things that we do on special occasions or like date night or whatever is we'll do breakfast for dinner. Um, or like special breakfast food in general. We love, we we love a good brunch. Absolutely. Um, and then also just myself being autistic, like at a lot of weddings that I shoot, I have to bring my own food just because nothing that they have is something that I can eat. Um, and I can eat breakfast. We love breakfast. And then I guess the third reason that we did it was because, um, oh, what was the third reason? Oh, because on both sides of our family, we have a lot of um, dietary dietary restrictions restrictions. and pretty much everybody can eat something at breakfast, which we love so much. Um, But it went really, really well. Um, Shout out to our caterers. Um, Really, everyone was so stoked and thought it was so special. Um, And it's way better than like chicken or steak like that's boring yeah the like you know please check which one you would like and it was definitely it was like a buffet and it was build your own and that was really fun um here's a fun uh story during uh people were giving us like speeches and stuff and a bee decided that it was gonna fall that's for next week but it didn't go wrong it wasn't something that went wrong i almost drank it that's for next week fine i will save the story about the bee that's for next week did you know that there's just like a bunch of critter stories for the wedding that's what happens when you get married in the woods the lizard was not in the woods the lizard should have been in the woods but it was not in the woods tune in next week Uh uh-huh and then, so instead of like having a big giant wedding cake that we would cut for everybody, we had a cake that we cut for ourselves and everyone was like sort of bewildered at, at the way that we cut it. Well, we cut it horizontally. Through the middle. Through the middle because only one half was like frosting that Jenny liked and would eat and the other half was like fancy frosting for me that yeah. I liked and everyone so was like, Do they were very confused. idiots know how to cut a cake? <laughs> so picture this. It's a six inch round cake. Bottom layer, chocolate cake. Then a layer of, what did you get? Mocha hazelnut frosting. Okay. I don't like that. Then another layer of chocolate cake. Then a layer of chocolate frosting, which I will eat. And then chocolate cake on top. So instead of cutting it top to bottom, we cut it straight through the middle, which made for hilarious photos. But everyone was just insane. Because they confused. weren't in on like why we were doing it that way. Um, and then you got the wrong half delivered to you. Yeah, I accidentally took the wrong half away and then they had to like switch them, but it's fine. Um, that was very entertaining. Just watching everyone's face being like, what are you doing? Yeah, have they never seen a cake before? Um, so then we also had like another thing that was so wonderful was we had all of these like varied activities for people to do during the reception. Besides dancing. So we had, um, you know, there were five children. So like under the age of 13 at our wedding and we we set up this like coloring table that had coloring pages where like the kids could color in like little wedding dresses and color in the cakes and our four little flower girls kept coming up to our sweetheart table With to offerings. bring us offerings of these drawings that they had done at the at the art table. and the coloring pages were very boring like it was a plain three-tier cake a plain wedding dress so it was very much like design your own so they were making like rainbow dresses with hearts all over them and like crazy looking cakes. It was very, very entertaining. I'm sad more adults didn't do yeah. it. 
And then we had, so our like actual dessert for all of the guests um, was a, a fire pit with s'mores, which everybody enjoyed. Very fun. Some of the kids were freaked out when their, when their marshmallows caught on fire, but it was fine. Um, and so- then one thing that we was not in the original plan, but was added to the plan. We, we on spied Thursday. at our rehearsal and said, can we get this? So it was a, um, it was a foosball table and mostly it was for me. It we was just the, for you. It was just for me. Um, I was a foosball champ at uh, Camp Menorah, Jewish Day Camp oh when I was eight years old. I love foosball. I'm very aggressive. And so yeah, we, were at the, we were at the, um, at the rehearsal and I, was, and I leaned over to our wedding coordinator. I was like, Ayo, Luciana. Do we have that foosball table? If not, can we can we get that foosball table? And she was like, "I'll see what I can do. Like, I'll make some calls." Because when we when we originally planned this particular venue, we um you can do all the rentals pretty much through them. And so when we originally planned which uh, things we were going to rent several months ago, that was not one of the options. So we go to our rehearsal and it's it's set up for the next night's wedding, and we were like, "Uh, yeah, we need that." So we made it happen, and you beat everyone. There's some great uh, photos of me playing foosball with children and adults um, in my wedding dress. Absolutely crushed everyone I played. It was lovely, and it was very – it was definitely very me. And then there was also, like, you know, a little couch for taking photos, which was taken advantage of. I'm sorry. I'm not going to have a photo booth at my wedding where everyone has, like, flash photos that are, like, in a little tiny, teeny room. Um, one of the things that the venue offered was this uh, chaise set. So like this vintage velvet chaise with little armchairs, a little central table that they put books and like a little gold camera on. I don't even, that Which was happens amazing. to like represent both of our personalities. I think, that, I think someone made that happen because that was not part of it when in the rental. Um, anyway, uh, so we made it like a photo shoot instead and I got a bunch of uh, – like those old timey, like nineties, early two thousands, the like Kodak, Kodak wind up cameras, wind up cameras like the disposables. Yeah. Um, and they end up uh, rapidly leaving the photo shoot area, unfortunately, because the kids took them. But yeah, whatever. I had several kids run up to me and be like, "Cheese!" Like, I don't even know if kids these days know how to operate one of those, but I guess we'll find out, out when we develop I the guess. photos. But uh, yeah, so I had to keep bringing them back to the photo shoot area. I was like, "Please leave the cameras there. That is for this area." Um, but yeah, we also had like a, people got like pretty into the dancing. I was a little worried that like, because it's it was small so small, wedding. um, if there you, wouldn't if, be if people on the dance floor, the people but there get were. Mar- the people that get married sort of determine the energy and like what is happening. Mm-hmm. And so like, it would definitely get toned down when we would leave the dance floor, but there were people that were dancing all night. Shout out to, um, our three friends that were maybe a little tipsy but having a little tipsy living their best lives um screaming to all the songs and then also we had so my little ring bearer who was um who's almost nine he completely sold the show all night with his uh break dancing I didn't know he his had incredible break dancing moves which were like the highlight of uh many videos and also like well, just I, everyone's experience of the wedding I told the videographer I was uh, jokingly I was like look if our five-minute highlight reel is just videos of Max and dancing, you will have done your job. It was really insanely very cool. Yeah, we had a great, like, a great little vibe going on for dancing. It was a good wedding. It was a great wedding. It was the best wedding. It was the best wedding. And everyone thought so. Um, It was... And even if they said that just to make us feel good, I don't care. Mm, I've seen a lot of weddings. I've only been to... 
I think like four weddings in my whole life, but I would definitely say that this was the best out of all four of those weddings. You know, <laughs> it's that show, four weddings. You yeah. go to four weddings I and went, decide which one I was went the to best. Four weddings and mine was the best. Yeah, it was really fun. Do you feel any different? Um, now that personally, we're no. Like personally, in my relationship with you, no. But what what I do feel is sort of like, especially as I was talking to um, people at my work about the wedding. Um, because most people I work with are, are older than I am. And so I feel like I've attained this new like social status of being like a person who has a wedding and is married because people would tell me their experiences of their own wedding and share like, you know, how long they had been married and what they did for their wedding. And so it definitely felt like a new plane of like this social adult status of like being a person who gets married. But like in our personal relationship, I feel like we already called each other our wife. Like that transition being like my fiance, I mean wife, like I was already calling you my wife. I did that today when we went to go get our massages and the massage therapist was like, Oh, who are you here with? And I was like, my, my, my wife. And I said it like not in a joking way. And I was like, Oh my God, that is a thing I can say. Oops. But it it definitely like personally, it doesn't feel any different. But I think when I talk to other people about it is when it starts to feel different like I feel like a, a, on a different level of adulthood now You're so grown as a, up as a married person I don't know when when they were saying when they pronounced this and they're like Mrs. and Mrs. I was like I'm sorry which 50 year olds are we speaking about <laughs> I, I that was a little old for me being called Mrs. yeah yeah also just because I kept my own last name so I was just like Mrs. Chapman like that's got a, lo- a lot of questions about um if we were going to keep our last names or not and we are um, I like my last name. My last name is my business. Also, fun fact for anyone who hasn't looked into it, it's a pain in the ass to change your name. And if you don't do it right, in the right order, you end up like having a lapse in your health insurance. Like it's, yeah. it's, you have to, it's very complicated and I would not recommend it unless it is something you really do want to do. Yeah. If you're on the fence, just don't do it. Yeah. Also, we know people who are at the wedding. Who, who like change their last name Socially, but not legally. Yeah. Um, which seems like a much easier thing to do is to like just update your Instagram uh, with your married name and your Facebook, but not actually. Um, I, would, I would respond to Mrs. Schindler if I needed to. Like if I was waiting for someone to call my name for something. I definitely think that if somebody tried to address me as Mrs. Chapman, I would be like, Sherry? Sherry? Jenny's no. mom? <laughs> no. Uh, because I definitely like am very attached to my last name and... I don't know. And it suits you. Why would you? Right. It, it fits I, me it and I don't really feel the out. need to change it. That's your name your whole life. And then That's, you just change it. it. Change That's crazy it. to me. And like, obviously for some people, it's really, really special and you should totally do it. To me, it very much reeks of the transfer of power from husband to, I mean, from father to husband. Yeah. Um, Like your last name is which man owns you. Um, so that didn't resonate with us. Obviously, if it resonates with you and you have other reasons to do it that make you happy, please do it. But it just, it like wasn't for us. It wasn't a decision that like we wanted to make. Also, again, lots of paperwork. Yeah. Pain in the ass. Oh, one thing that uh, also about the wedding that like personally one of my favorite things is uh, the shared photo album. Yeah. So Jenny, Jenny set up a shared photo album so that and invited basically all of our friends to it so that everybody could drop their iPhone photos and videos from, you know, the getting ready portion of the day and the reception. And it was really great, like over the wedding weekend, just to see these photos and videos pour in that like we hadn't seen before. And content for TikToks. I mean, literally we ended up with like 500 photos and videos that weren't like from Kelly. Right. Which is great. Cause it's so nice to see, like, also like you can't be with everyone at every second of your wedding. So it's nice to see like what people got up to and what like 
angles and stuff. Like, you know, there was footage from our first dance that people got and our bridal party made TikToks on their own without telling us. That yeah. was fun. And also just like, you know, like pictures of the kids having a good time and pictures of my mom up in the chair during the horror and Oh, she loved that. Yeah. Videos that. of our speeches and stuff yeah. that, you know, we get before the videographer makes um their highlight reel. And so like the shared album is definitely like one of my favorite things. And also like the Bachelorette group chat. Oh yeah. That also very bring, good. Very that good. brings me much it's entertainment. Still popping. The the group chat is still popping. Yeah. We loved it. Well, because it's with all of our favorite people and we love our favorite people. And they're all friends now. And now they all get to be friends. Um, which is great for us. Yeah. We're married now. It was the best wedding. Now we're married and we went to Disneyland about it. And now we're back. And now we're back and we get to be in our regular lives um, with extra rings. Hooray. Yeah. Pro tip. When you do, whenever you do your like couples photos, whether it's before your ceremony, you're doing a first look or whatever. um, If you're doing any before your ceremony, make sure you put your wedding bands on because like once the wedding's over and you get those photos and you want to like frame them in your house, you want to be married in them, right? Yeah, you want to so have both your rings Regardless on. of the timeline, just put them on real quick and then take them off. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a little, a little pro tip for you. You know who does not care about our wedding? The cats. They did not know. They have know. no idea. They don't know that we got married. Although I will say when we came home, we were still in our dresses and Georgie, our cat, decided that she was going to like sit on my dress after I took it off in very the middle smelly. of the living room. And sniff the crap out of uh, the dress and the shoes, which and was Pete, very entertaining. He did not love them. They were very scary to him. He's also, like, personally very afraid of garbage bags, like the white giant garbage bags. And I feel like this was a little similar, too similar yeah. for his comfort level. Um, but anyways, it was the best wedding. It was the best wedding. Uh, tune in next week to hear <laughs> what went wrong. It was the best wedding except for, like, I, I was, I've been saying it's the best, it was the best wedding, but... When people are like, was it perfect? I'm like, no, I mean, whose wedding is perfect, man? Outside of things we were not in control of, yeah, it was perfect. Uh-huh. But that week going up to the wedding was, uh, I believe the correct word is harrowing. Harrowing. Uh, for me personally. It, uh, and then there was a lot oh. like, you know, there were a lot of things like during the wedding and then like post-wedding that either just sort of like, went awry or or just like wasn't what we thought we were signing up for teetering on the edge of total disaster but not like dipping our toes into the water of disaster just being like hmm I didn't realize that we were supposed to specify about this this is not what we wanted but uh that's for next week please tune in next time to hear all of our horror stories next Wednesday um and thanks for being here thanks for listening we'll see you next week say bye